Lexi and I'm a self-discovery coach and yoga instructor serving people through my business Alive to Enjoy and this is Heart Snuggles, a holistic wellness podcast where I invite guests to drop into their heart space through authentic conversations and compassionate intentions all in mini cuddly episodes. It's time to let you know about the super cool Earth First Company. Yoga Light is a compact folding travel mat that you can take anywhere. It's made with super sticky natural rubber, tapped from trees instead of petroleum so that your practice is easy on the earth. Yoga is on a mission to create smart and modern products with the newest and best sustainable materials. And we plant one tree per product sold we meaning not i but you know i'm part of the process because i love supporting businesses like this (laughs) so you can take yoga anywhere with you you know me i love traveling and if you love traveling and you want to help the earth i think this is such a great company and the mats are super super cool they have so many different colors so go check it out if you use the code heart snuggles you get 10 percent off okay send you love Welcome everyone. We're so happy you're here today. And I have a very special coach. She was my marketing coach a few months back and I thought I would bring her on because she was so knowledgeable. So if you want to introduce yourself a little bit. Yeah. Hi everyone. Um, My name is Brenda and I'm a mindful marketing strategist. I'm a coach. Um, I'm a yoga and meditation teacher, which inspires my lines of work as a marketer. and yeah, I love what I do. And I love the people that I work with because they're all changing the world and making life better uh, one person at a time. Yeah. That's so awesome that like, that's the best part about being entrepreneurs. You get to choose who you work with and like support the people that you want to support. Yeah. Yeah. And it definitely, it's, yeah, I definitely do get to choose a lot of the time. And sometimes, you know, we don't get to choose. Um, because a, you know, you got to make money or you're just like doing it. But for the most part, I always love, love, love when I can work with like conscious people, conscious brands, conscious entrepreneurs, people on the route of just like loving, loving people, loving other people, loving themselves and wanting to share that love with others. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So beautiful and heartwarming. When, what got you into marketing? That's a good question. It was so random. Um, for whatever reason, I did I did do business in my undergraduate degree, but I didn't take any marketing courses. I was like so focused on trying to be this accountant that was not my fit at all. And then I went to grad school and did public health. Um, and my one of my first jobs after grad school was at a health startup. And we were tiny. We were like a team of three. So we were doing a little bit of everything. I was hired to do business development slash sales. So I did a lot of like cold calls and like cold emails and had to like be a really salesy person, which helps a lot now because I'm also an entrepreneur that needs to sell stuff sometimes. Um, But I had to then end up, I had to do marketing stuff. I had to end up, I ended up doing a lot of marketing stuff for them and just learning about content writing and, you know, the whole strategy behind that. And that was, super fun for me because I could be 
like strategic and thoughtful and also be creative. Like, I think that was a big piece that I was missing in the sales stuff was like, I, this, there's no flexibility or no creativity for any of this. So that's how I got into that. And then I ended up thinking I really wanted to go into this marketing stuff. And I went into marketing agency. That was not my thing at all either. Um, so I definitely like small teams, small roles, startup life. And that's what I continue to venture off into. I then made my way over to a yoga startup um, in New York City and was the head of the marketing there, um, as well as a full-time yoga teacher for them. So that was a pretty fun combination of things, like really finding my two ways. And probably the beginning of what how I brand myself now as a mindful marketer. Um, yeah, probably the beginning phases of that. That's so, I love that you've like listened to what feels good and what you resonate with and what doesn't, and you follow that. So how have you been able to like follow those pings, like when you're like, this is not where I want to be, like, and like, how do you listen to that? Oh my God, I don't know. I literally was, you know, talking all the way back from like when I was in accounting, I was a 20, early 22, 23 year old and I felt the ping strong. I was like, this is awful, this sucks. And I was like, well, I'm gonna quit. And I just quit, I literally just quit, had no backup. I was like, I'm just gonna move back with my parents and apply to grad school and I know that some people, you know, get, depending on the type of intu intuition that you, that you have or that you carry, you know, you, you get the different senses. And for me, it just really comes in as a knowing, like, I just know, I'm just like, this is a time to leave and this is a time to move. Not to say that it happens every time like that, but it's often just very obvious and it's, off, it's often just like, go with that, go with that feeling, go with that really obvious thing that if this isn't your thing, then yeah. And sometimes I do ignore it and the universe then tells me in different ways to, you're ignoring it, you're ignoring it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it sounds like you have a deep trust in yourself too, that like, you know, that something better will come. Cause I love how like you got so niche, like you, you literally were like, I want marketing and yoga and you got both. And it's like, anything is possible if you keep just like saying no to what you don't want. Yeah. Yes, definitely. Yeah. I, I, yeah. You know, I think that's, I don't know if it's part of my personality, but just that, that like determination, almost like a stubbornness. I am a Taurus. So I'm a bit stubborn in like how I approach things. So like, if it, if I don't feel it and if I don't see it, I keep going and going and going until it's like, all right, this feels a little better. So yeah, this is starting to feel like me, but yeah, I can often be a bit stubborn and like, mm, I, yeah, I want something else or this is not right. So and it's not a great, like when I was working a lot in like nine to five roles or like those traditional type of jobs, um, you know, your boss has to be your boss. And I was often like really annoyed or not probably the best employee because yeah, I can be really stubborn. So yeah. <laughs> I'm a rising in Taurus. I feel that I can definitely be stubborn mm. too. <laughs> I have that same energy. And so since now you have like your, other job and your side hustles, how do you balance the flow between everything? That's a good question too. I often wish that I could balance it in this more idealistic way. You know, like in my head, I have this ideal way that it's all just <laughs> somehow perfect. But to be honest, it is that more of that intuitive um, 
that intuitive balance. Like some of it is like, well, this is where revenue and it's keeping me stable. And this is where my money's coming in. So I'm going to nurture that. And as I feel a bit more flow, or even as I learn more, then I could venture off into like my side hustle or my passion project. Um, and I continue to teach um, at studios, not necessarily like promoting it that much. Like I just love teaching and that's kind of like where I continue to find my craft and find my voice. And when I get those nuggets of inspiration, usually that's what, when I end up creating for my passion project and, and creating for whatever other ideas that I have. Um, but I would say the balance, yeah, the balance is usually like, what is, what is life needing me? What part of life do I need to keep me stable, grounded and like sustained? And oftentimes that is, you know, finding new clients or doing a lot of biz dev. And once I get a bit of an awakening or just an opening, not even an awakening, just an opening, then I can turn my eye and kind of say, yeah, this is where my attention can go. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. There's no, like, we, we want all these things and we have all the tools to like make the perfect balance, but actually executing that is so hard. It's so hard. You were a team of one often. I mean, I'm usually a team of one and I have so many ideas, um, like a bajillion ideas, like that I can, pro like if I can just execute in all of them, wow, I would, I don't know what I would be, but yeah, it's often just like, yeah, <laughs> wanting to like execute all of them is nearly impossible and then I think it's then having for me to be realistic like having that that real talk with myself all right like are you really gonna get that done you you had it on your to-do list for like continuing and continuing like just let it go you're yeah. not gonna do it yeah. oh my gosh I have such a hard time letting it go I'm like I was looking back at an old to-do list from like months ago I'm like it's still on there <laughs> and I keep writing it I know I keep writing it and I was like no, I have actually a little section on my to-do list that I called things I keep putting off. So I just put them all on there. So if I notice that they're like continuing to not get done and I continue to just like hop them over, I just plop it in there. And I'm like, things that just don't, don't, don't get done for whatever reason. Maybe I'll look back one day and be like, oh, I should get on that one number one or whatever. <laughs> yeah that's great I like that you have that system that helps too because like we still need to get it out so it's nice to like have a place for it yeah yeah I still need it out of my brain because yeah or else it just stays in there yes and so tell us about your passions that you have right now uh, yeah my passion project um I think it's the main one right now is is mother of the mind which is where I, I'm channeling my my yoga teachings and my mindful teachings and emotional wellness teachings um, and really looking to start more of that continuing education programming and just things that I've noticed over the years within the yoga world and how we have often for forget um, one of the main pillars of yoga is the mind. It's like the second sutra in, you know, Patanjali is like, talks about the mind yoga is the sensation of the mind the sensation of the mind and so that's I'm super passionate about that and that's where I find a lot of my passion into um but other things that I'm passionate about is um I've been doing a lot of random I'm not an artist but I've been doing random paintings and pulling out my color pencils and just like creating my emotions through random little figures um which has been so healing and so beautiful and I just 
picture like the you know the typical like movie scenario where they the little kid comes out and they're like now draw what you're feeling <laughs> and I'm like that's me that's them doing that um so that's been a passion project just for fun and other random things that come up like forever thinking and forever looping I want to eventually someday at some point write like a poetry book um I have like just bunch of poems in my notes section of my phone from who knows when I started and yeah hopefully one day I'll just put them all together and synthesize them to like get that out there into the world yeah I love everything you just said and I would love to read your poem book I also am planning to do that too so we can hold each other accountable (laughs) oh my god that yeah I 100% agree that accountability is really hard because you know poetry like art too comes through with like emotions or the times and like yeah it's not always like consistent yet I've heard people that do sit down and write poems in like a sitting down scenario so yeah, yeah. I don't know <laughs> it's it's yeah the creative flow I was just talking about this like it's so I love when it just flows through you but to me I don't have like a a set access point kind of just comes when it comes and I'm like all right let's do this (laughs) yeah I yeah I'm very similar yeah especially for for poetry it feels like it does just come through out of nowhere and I'm like where's my phone I just felt like a line dropping yes I can't wait to read I feel like I'm noticing too like so many people have poetry I'm like we need to share this more like a lot of us can write like we all have the gift we're just so afraid to share our voice and like Cause it's so intimate and vulnerable. It is. Yeah. I took a random poetry class, chorus class, um, the beginning of this year. And it was really cool to share, have to share them and get feedback on them. And it did make me a little bit of a better writer. Mm-hmm. I was super scared and nervous. And I did notice just like our teacher's suggestions. Um, yeah, I read back on some poems. I'm like, oh yeah, that that one, you know, that one might need a little editing or massaging later on. Yeah. That's great. I love that you expand too. It's like, you got to be willing to like put yourself out there and get some feedback and learn from one another. Mm-hmm. And so that's, yeah, it's a best life lesson is always to invest in yourself and like, yeah. Yeah. I love that you promote that a lot too. Like you, I've noticed that you talked a lot about that, like investing in yourself and like, you know it's not like I guess we often spend money on the material things like I want to spend money on this or that and we are our biggest material thing and we can put that money back into ourselves yeah yes agreed what are some other ways you like to invest in yourself Mm, so much I feel like most of my probably if I were to look at my expenses I feel like I put a lot into therapy and coaching and um reiki and energy healing and it's like so much that gets in there like I have like a little budget that's called like health and wellness I should probably title it something else at this point and that one is always going over like that budget is always going over um but yeah I do love to invest in myself in in that way of just personalizing um personalizing my care in a way like um what was I reading or what was I don't know what I was looking at recently but oh it was this book that I'm I'm talking about and how before 
you know, we had these communities, like back, in, back, back, back in the day, we had these communities and, you know, children would grow up with their grandparents and with their parents and then that on. And each person kind of had like a different medicine for them to like learn from. And then I was like, yeah, I guess that's why I have a coach. And that's why I have a therapist. And that's why I have my spiritual teachers. And, you know, we just, I need an array of people to, yeah, support my human experience because it can often be really overwhelming for me as a sensitive human being. <laughs> yes, agreed. And everyone has yeah. a different perspective and lens. And you like, I remember like sometimes I'm going through something, I'll call like five different friends who I know have such different views. I'm like, yes, I needed all these sides so that I could understand better. Yeah, yeah. It's so healing. It's so healing to just hear that and then like process it yourself and sit with it. And yeah, so I definitely spend a lot of, a lot of money but in a good way on that and that's what I love to invest my my time and energy on agreed agreed and for your being sensitive how do you deal with that because I'm as well very sensitive Hmm. it is like a constant reminder I think that it's for me that it's okay to be sensitive or that it's okay that I'm crying or it's just this constant like nurturing that I forget a lot of the times right like I'll forget or I'm like you know frustrated or I'll be in this anxious mode for weeks on end um and then a reminder will come through from either a loving soul either like a coach or either a friend of just something reminds me to step back into that mm, that that bubble of care I guess yeah like a little a little bit more nurturing and yeah, even just saying like I'm sensitive. I don't think I ever really said that out loud to people or you know, I don't know. We never talked about that growing up of like why is Brenda crying all the time? Well, she's sensitive. Yes. <laughs> it was just like stop crying all the time. Yeah. Yeah, I feel that too. And being sensitive, you like wanna you feel everyone, so you wanna help everyone, but then it's like, okay, wait, I need to get back to myself and I need to like protect myself for a little bit because I can't just constantly give everything out yeah 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 and I think that is a quality of a lot of people sensitive people too and I've noticed yeah a lot of yoga teachers we we do that a lot too like maybe I'm generalizing right now and I shouldn't be but like we care usually teachers care so much and they love their students and they love their classes and for me at least my experience was then I ended up burning myself out and you know, I had to step away from it to then be able to, like you said, give myself back and nurture myself and care for myself, give to myself. Yes, 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 yes. So important as anyone that's giving a lot to others to take that time, which also goes back mm-hmm. with investing yourself too. Um, but now I want to talk mm-hmm. about marketing and like, what are some staples that you think entrepreneurs should focus on with marketing? Mm, such a good question. Um, you know, I think that, um, it's often really alluring to step into like ads, Facebook ads, or like step into like something that's a bit flashy and, um, you know, I want entrepreneurs and I guess maybe this is a top of mind because I'm working with like a startup right now to really spend time on that beginning foundational aspect of, of marketing. So building that brand identity and, and really developing and nurturing your messaging and, and you know, how, how the whole essence kind of 
feel like, you know, the way that I think of it is like the, the background or the soul of your business. How is that all landing inside to then be able to articulate it well enough to your public and know who you're speaking to with then the ads or your content like social media. Um, I think that's a really important piece of like really focusing and paying attention to like, who are you trying to serve? How are you gonna say what you're trying to serve? Like, how are you gonna say that? Um, and just spending a little bit of time, like, yeah, understanding the nature or the power around words because the digital marketing is all a lot. Of, and now it's video, obviously now it is on video, but those are like little like uh, attention grabbers. Like video is like little attention grabbers. A lot of the times it is based on a word or a call to action that eventually then leads them down into whatever sales funnel or whatever marketing stuff that you, you start to put out. Um, yeah, is that gonna answer it? I feel like I rambled a little bit, but. <laughs> yeah, well, it's hard to like, yeah. really to answer that, like it's such a big question, so. Yeah, and each marketer is gonna have, you know, their own perspective, um, their own knowledge and their own perspective on what is a, a pillar. Um, but I, I do I do think that a lot of marketers will agree on like the importance of like really having your your foundations in place that can often be overlooked because um, they're not taught to us, especially for new entrepreneurs, they're not really taught to us like how to develop those those foundational marketing aspects. Yeah. Yeah. And like, yeah, before I met you, I was so overwhelmed. I'm like, I don't know, like I don't know anything. Yeah, you had really beautiful processes of helping me understand like how to get what my brand is and my, my vision and those things through your like fun little quizzes and yeah yeah we did like the whole we did a little mini revamp of just like it's not even a lot it didn't even take that much it was just like wordsmithing and then like cleaning some stuff up and then like thinking it all together so that it felt like okay this is coming from you um and yeah, I think when it's not clear, we end up, and I do this all the time, we end up like changing a little word here or changing an image there. And then it kind of looks like mixed and matched. And then it doesn't feel like one cohesive thing. And yeah, those little edits and those little tweaks end up like, yeah, moving away from your whole essence or that whole foundation that you're trying to build. Yes, 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 yes. And I also love too that you helped me like, there were some things I was taught that are very like structure business like oriented and it didn't resonate with me like a different way of selling and you're like you can actually do this a different way and like come from a softer place and um mm -hmm. I like that yeah you gave me that option too of like showing me other ways to do marketing and yeah yeah that soft approach I think that yeah when I was first starting in that sales role it felt very pushy. It felt very like, yeah, it just felt very, very harsh. And I see marketing as a relationship builder and relationships are long-term. Like we can't go quick in marketing and we can't go quick in relationships often. There, you, if you do go quick at the surface level thing, you know, they're gonna, your market, your people are gonna sign on or sign up for an email and then they'll sign up quickly. And yeah, I really view marketing as this long-term relationship that you're nurturing and taking care of. And like, you want to build communication stuff, like back and forth with them so that they feel like they know you and they trust you. Or if you are a bigger business, that they know your business and they trust you. 
and and yeah then eventually they'll you know hopefully sign up for something or continue to love what you create because at the end of the day if you are a conscious business owner most likely you're doing what you're doing because you want to bring love or light or, or spirit or, or you know whatever it is to, pe- to people so yeah who knows who we're in, who you're inspiring who knows who's taking your medicine mm-hmm. yeah I think it's so important to just give from that place and like not only compare like your success to how many sales but like just know that you are impacting people and um mm-hmm. somehow it'll come back around <laughs> I know it's hard in the in the wellness world I think and I'll just label it as wellness because I think it's an industry thing where we often don't value the practitioner and like on an industry level right I think of my time when I was trying to be a full-time yoga teacher and I was making like $30 a class and that's just industry standard like that is not even something that I would fight for like a dollar raise please and that's just an industry standard that we have no, we have some control over a little bit, but we don't necessarily have control over. So then if that is the industry standard, and if the CEO of Lululemon is making a bajillion dollars, then it's just all skewed and it's all screwed up. And it sucks that it's that way. And yeah, I hope that it somehow turns around and that people end up waking up that practitioners do deserve and need to be the ones that get paid well um, and that it needs to be illuminated that you know teachers practitioners coaches can't survive off of 30 or even to like a hundred dollar class like you know I crunch a lot of numbers uh, being a tourist again like I crunch a lot of numbers all the time and I know that we just can't we can't so yeah yeah I think there is a shift like people are starting to realize the like benefits of it and whatnot but hopefully that continues to shift in that right direction yeah yeah I agree I hope so too yeah and I forgot to ask you this at the beginning so I'll ask it now what was the last random act of kindness someone did for you oh my gosh for me oh I don't I don't know um a random act of kindness for me Oh, I'm blanking. <laughs> um, I guess, yeah, this random old man, um, I was at a coffee shop just like journaling and this random old man just bought me another cup of tea because he noticed that I was finishing mine. Um, so I was like at the end of my, my tea and he's, kind of look saw that I was in my flow and like writing and stuff and he just came up to me like no strings attached and was just like I noticed you were done with your tea can I just buy you another one whatever you were having and so I got a second London fog um yeah I got a second London fog while I was at the coffee shop that's so sweet it's just a little you know that that's why I love this question because it like makes you like you know remember those precious moments it's so important and sometimes it don't happen all the time but when they do it like really makes it special and yeah and mm-hmm. it's usually from a stranger or even a loved one so yes I love it yeah and I love that and, and yeah it was so it was so nice I was like oh my god thank you and yeah it's just like I want to do that too to other people yes 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 I yeah I have that's so another one of my creative projects is like working on doing random acts of kindness like anyways <laughs> I'm not gonna get into that right now but so many creative ideas 
Um, yeah. So would you share any offerings you have and how people can find you? Mm, yeah, um, people can follow my, I have a personal account that just kind of encompasses like all of my solopreneur journey where I write from the heart, but I also write about marketing or write about yoga. Um, and my handle there is, or you can also see my website too, B double E, like a bumblebee, Umana, which is my last name, U-M-A-N-A.com, or you can find me on social, on Instagram. And if you're curious about marketing, you can just go to om.marketing. Really simple. There's no .com. It's just om.marketing. And I am currently offering, um, I'm still offering my marketing coaching and you'll see on my website that I offer um, a couple of different like done for you content strategy services and it's up there. And in the background, I'm also trying to work more on like a subscription for that. Um, so there's going to be like different tiers that people can subscribe to while getting like hands on done for you service, but also get like time for strategy and time for like brainstorming. And I think a lot of the times I've noticed that. Um, the part that that people kind of want or need is like that strategy piece along with somebody doing it for them and like implementing some of the stuff for them. So I'm trying to see how I can put that in place um, and really support people in the stuff that they need. Yeah. And the, it's that it gets done, that it gets done. Cause I think sometimes we do stuff together or I'll partner with, you know, with somebody and we're doing all these content and marketing things and then unfortunately, like they're overwhelmed and so that it doesn't get done or we just work in the strategy and then it never gets done. And if it doesn't get done, then we can't actually see if it worked or if it didn't work. And yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. I highly recommend. She's an amazing coach. And it's just a nice to have that support along the way and to help you get it done. Like you said, like even with you, I was like, <laughs> sometimes I didn't want to do it, but it was so nice to like have you there. I was like, okay, I have someone watching me like. Okay. yeah and like having those sessions right because I think that um like I space them out like I think we space I do I still do this I space them out three months so you get one each each month and some people have in the past have requested to like do it a little bit faster but they have not <laughs> done the work or the homework um and I'm like now I'm like no we're gonna stay with this the spaced out because it gives me the time and the space to yes like check out a little bit and like you know procrastinate but then you have this date where you're like oh I need to get it done by the time we meet the next time so yeah yeah yes 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 amazing thank you so much for being here and yeah. else you create yeah yeah I'm super excited too and yeah people can I'm like a mix of things so people can talk to me about business they can talk to me about yoga or just about themselves um yeah I'm an open book Thank you so, so much.